The American Cancer Society says new cancer diagnosis in the U.S. will top 2 million this year for the first time ever. A big reason why is an increase in cancers among Americans under 50. Joining us on Drive Time is Dr. Robin Mendelson, the co-director of the Center for Young Onset Colorectal and Gastrointestinal Cancers at Memorial Sloan Kettering. Doctor, thanks for being with us. Are you seeing this trend there at MSK, more younger Americans with cancer? Yes, um, unfortunately, we have been seeing this. Um, we've been seeing it for a while now, um, and the numbers, unfortunately, just keep on increasing. I mean, a cancer diagnosis is awful for anyone, of course, but it seems like it could be tougher for younger people. Definitely. Um, obviously, it's a life-changing diagnosis, no matter what your age is. Um, but younger people, it's a shock. It's a change. Um you know, 50 and over have gone through a lot of screening procedures before. A lot of people tell me when they go out to dinner, they're talking about their doctor's appointments and that sort of thing. Whereas these younger folks, when when they're going out with their friends, they're usually not talking about symptoms or cancer. And, um, you know, they get this diagnosis. Many of them are just starting new jobs, new families, um, and, and it's really life altering. So what are the theories for this, doctor? Why are more younger Americans developing cancer? Um, so that's, you know, the question that we are working so hard to to figure out. We used to think if you're young, you know, this has to be genetic or family history. And there is a small percentage of patients that this is due to a genetic syndrome or it is a familial cancer that the majority of these um, are sporadic. So no family history, no genetic predisposition. I work mostly with the colon cancer patients. Um, you know, we thought, is this due to some of the more common causes of colon cancer? You know, one that, you know, keeps on coming up is obesity. Um, and we are seeing increasing rates of obesity um, in younger people in the United States. When you look at it, there are reports that obesity is associated. And when we looked at our patients here at Memorial Soul Kettering, they were more likely to be overweight and obese, but when we compared them to a cohort without cancer, they were actually less likely to be overweight and obese. And anecdotally, when we see these patients, they don't they don't fit that profile. So um, it may play a role, but it's clearly not the entire answer. Um, and it seems that the change happens somewhere in the 1950s or 1960s. So trying to figure out, you know, what happened then that made the change, um, we do think it's most likely something either lifestyle or environmental, but still we we don't know the entire answer. It's a mystery. And that ha as a doctor treating these patients, that has to be frustrating for you to not know why these numbers are going up. Absolutely. And especially in, in cancers where we have such a good screening tool like colon cancer and we have excellent screening tools. And when found early, you know, it, it, it's so curable. So we're actively trying to figure out why this is happening so we could identify risk factors so that we can either modify the risk factors to prevent cancer or find a group that we can, um, you know, put into a high-risk screening group um, to really try to find these early when they're so potentially treatable and curable. Yeah. Should we be starting cancer screenings at younger ages, do you think? So, you know, I'd, even though the numbers are, are increasing, the overall numbers are still small and it would require, you know, a lot, a lot of screening. In an ideal world, um, you know, everyone would get every screening test all the time, but it doesn't make sense to, to do that right now. So I think the main goal is really to figure out, 
you know, a high risk group so that we can intervene earlier with screening. The good news overall from the American Cancer Society is is the nation's cancer death rate has been cut by a third in the last 30 years. What kind of progress do you foresee in the next 30 years in the fight against cancer? That shows that, you know, we have better screening tests, better treatments, um, lifestyle modifications. And I think that those are the main reasons that we've seen a decrease in cancer. Um, so the hope is that we'll continue and that we will be able to identify in these younger groups intervenable uh, places where we can screen. Um, so again, those are found earlier, that we can make lifestyle modifications to try to decrease cancer and that we continue to work on our treatments. Um, you know, we've made such great strides throughout the last um, few decades. Um, and with all of our, our work and clinical trials, the hope is that this will continue to improve so that if people unfortunately do get diagnosed with cancer, that we have great treatments. Dr. Robin Mendelson at Memorial Sloan Kettering, we thank you for your time. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you.